0: Hello friends. This is Bob Friedland with Stock Picks Bob's Advice, with another podcast for you this evening. It is 9 p.m., February 11, 2022, and it's a good night for a podcast. As always, please remember that I am an amateur investor. In fact, I'm an amateur podcaster if you can't tell, although I've been podcasting uh for about fifteen years, I did have about a ten-year break where I didn't publish any podcasts. But uh, I've been following the market for over fifty years now, and I have a blog of the same name, Stock Picks Bob's Advice. But I've been doing more podcasting since getting active again, rather than blogging. I, I think I prefer to just talk to you, my listener, than. Uh, getting out the keyboard and punching in all the information, but that's neither here nor there. So as always, as I recommend on my blog, on my podcast, please check with your professional investment advisor before making any investment decision based on information on this podcast, on my blog. In fact, anywhere you find information, you probably should be checking with your advisors to make sure it's appropriate for you. Back to the podcast. As you're aware, it was an awful day in the stock market today. The Dow closed down 503.53 points. It's about a 1.43% drop. The S&P 500 was off 1.9%, or 85.44 points. And the NASDAQ closed down 2.78%, almost twice as much as the Dow down 394.49 points on the day. And all of this was because the market started uh, becoming aware of what was happening between Russia and Ukraine, and that it looked indeed like an invasion of Ukraine by Russia was possible and probably likely. What with 135,000 troops on the border, it's rare that a country would line up 135,000 troops, launch five landing ships in the waters outside its neighboring country without the intention of doing something. PBS had announced late morning that Putin had already given the go-ahead to the army that invasion was upcoming. Doesn't look like they'll be waiting till the end of the Olympics. The White House denied this, so it's not clear. But uh, as I recall, the White House told the Americans who are still present in Ukraine to come home, or at least to get out of Ukraine. And apparently Israel did the same thing with its citizens, telling them to get out of Ukraine. I don't know if any other countries have followed. So the market got spooked. Wars are terrible things, terribly costly, and human life, and property damage, and suffering. It should be avoided at all possible costs. So time will tell where this is going to go. But I did want to talk a little bit about ResMed, and I'll do that in a minute, and I'm shuffling I got this new, wonderful microphone, picks up every little thing. But I have a book here called Selected Poems of Robert Frost, one of my favorite poets. Got this uh, probably in my college days years ago. And there's a poem called Mending Wall that I'd like to share with you. It was written back in, I think, 1914. And maybe Mending Wall is a good poem to think about neighbors and think about Russians and Ukrainians and Americans and Canadians. We're having our own problems with truck demonstrations that are closing bridges and interfering with our already strained supply chain. or our border between us and Mexico, where immigration challenges remain. So this one's called Mending Wall. Something there is that doesn't love a wall, that sends the frozen groundswell under it and spills the upper boulders in the sun and makes gaps, even two can pass abreast. The work of hunters is another thing. I've come after them and made repair where they have left not one stone on a wall, a stone on a stone, that is, but they would have the rabbit out of hiding to please the yelping dogs, the gaps, I mean. No one has seen them made or heard them made, but as spring mending time we find them there. I let my neighbor know beyond the hill, and on a day we meet to walk the line and set the wall between us once again. We keep the wall between us as we go, to each the boulders that have fallen to each. And some are loaves and some are nearly balls. We have to use a spell to make them balance. Stay where you are until our backs are turned. We wear our fingers rough with handling them. Oh, just another kind of outdoor game, one on a side. It comes to a little more, comes to little more. There, where it is, we do not need the ball. He is all pine, and I am apple orchard. My apple trees will never get across and eat the cones under his pines, I tell him. He only says, good fences make good neighbors. Spring is the mischief in me, and I wonder if I could put a notion in his head. Why do they make good neighbors? Isn't it where there are cows? "'But here there are no cows. Before I built a wall I'd asked to know "'what I was walling in or walling out, and to whom I was like to give offence. "'Something there is that doesn't love a wall, that wants it down, I could say, elves to him. "'But it's not elves exactly, and I'd rather he said it for himself.' I see him there bringing a stone grasped firmly by the top in each hand like an old stone savage armed. He moves in darkness, as it seems to me, not of woods, only in the shade of trees. He will not go behind his father's saying, and he likes having thought of it so well. He says again, Good fences make good neighbors. I like Robert Frost some, you know, the very famous two roads diverged in a wood is always one of my favorites. I always feel like I took the one less traveled. I want to talk a little bit about ResMed. And before I go much further, it's simple RMD, ResMed. And ResMed is a stock that I've owned for quite a while. It's not a big position. It's, It's a stock that I own through my healthcare model that I've consulted on out of Interactive Brokers. And I've owned it previously on my own as well, but I don't think I own any shares personally, but through that account that I do have uh, some shares. Now ResMed is an Australian-based company. And It's, uh, let's just see here. We have a, uh, although right now it's actually uh, headquartered in San Diego, California. It was founded in 1989. ResMed, uh, according to Yahoo, develops, manufactures, distributes, and markets medical devices and cloud-based software applications for the healthcare markets. The company operates in two segments, sleep and respiratory care and software as a service. You know, the biggest thing that that ResMed does is it develops uh, these sleep apnea devices that give positive air pressure to keep the airway open, keep people from obstructing at night. Sleep apnea is part of uh, the obesity epidemic in the United States and in many parts of the world. But there are people that have sleep apnea that aren't obese at all. I know personally, uh, I put on my mask at night, used to be a big snorer, and uh, went to my doc to see what he could do about it. And my doc said, you know, you have to do a sleep study before we could do anything else. And uh, just to make a long story short, um, I was obstructing multiple times an hour. And when I put on that positive airway pressure mask, my sleep improved. I stopped obstructing and I started experiencing REM sleep, that deep sleep where you dream. And I decided for sure I wanted to get one of those devices, and I've worn it religiously since. So I speak about ResMed from personal experience. Uh, There are now devices to stimulate the airway that can be surgically implanted. That's another company called Inspire Medical, another story altogether. But ResMed does a lot of the air pumps and software and equipment associated with it. If we um, look at the ResMed chart, and uh, someplace I like to start. If we use uh, the stockcharts.com and use a three-point reversal, we, we have it back into uh June of 2020. Let's see if we go to a six-point reversal to get a little longer chart. And we actually have a chart that goes all the way back to 2014 for ResMed. In fact, you could see that on my blog I was posting about ResMed on Stock Picks Bob's Advice. And uh, let me see if I spend a second here and see if I can find it. The best way to find uh, a blog entry, surprisingly, is just to Google it. So if I write ResMed and then I put stock picks, Bob's Advice. Let's see if it picks up one of these entries. It's interesting that when I did ResMed, I don't know why, but... Here is uh, the last, one of the last ResMed podcasts. Um, I, I, I actually read a poem, Departmental, by Robert Frost when I did that, and that. It doesn't have a date on it here. Let's just see if we can figure out how long ago it was. Let's just see. I don't have it here. But anyway, it was uh, quite a few years ago that I wrote about ResMed. And uh, there's an interview with me from my Covester days back in 2010 so you can imagine what the stock price was at that time maybe if somebody wants to look it up in any case let's talk about the point and figure chart i'm kind of digressing quite a bit it's a beautiful and figure chart if we do that six point reversal it, we go all the way back to uh, what looks like uh december of 2014 when the stock was trading around 49 and it dipped all the way down to 37 dollars a share and then in a Rather steady progression uh, reached a high of $300 a share in September of this past year, and currently is at $243.92 as of February 11, 2022. Uh, really, a uh, uh, really a gorgeous sight to behold. Almost a straight line advance over this last uh, eight years. So, one of the things um, we do is, you know, sort of in the process of investing, and again, I'm an amateur. There may be a lot of different ways, uh, a lot of different ways to identify stocks. But at, when I review stocks, I certainly like to tell you what they do. So, we know that from ResMed. Uh, what does the chart look like? Does, is a chart any encouraging? And I always like to joke that. The best kind of chart is low on the left, higher on the right, but um, many charts these days don't have that nice pattern, and we buy them because we're hoping that they develop that pattern. But that one of the snapshots that we need to do is to say, how did they do in their latest quarter? which is the last you know, kind of formal announcement of a result. And actually ResMed reported second quarter earnings on January 28th, just a couple weeks ago. And they came in um, basically with earnings per share of $1.47 in the second quarter up 4.3% over the prior year. And it was in line with Zach's, uh, the investment house their consensus estimate of other analysts. So it's sort of what Street was expecting. Now, ideally, a company does great and they beat expectations. I always find that the expectations are important for uh, subsequent stock price changes. Uh, When a company exceeds expectations, the uh, Street, whatever that means, all the investors and mutual funds and everything, that have their own analysts and everything. Re, you know, Recalculate what the proper value of the stock should be when they beat expectations or when they miss expectations the same way. So if we... Uh, and the nice thing about Zacks is that they show um, that overall, the company's been beating expectations at least going back four or five years, virtually every single quarter. In terms of the revenue for the quarter, the revenue was up 11.9%, up 13% at a constant exchange rate. That is, if we adjust for the changes in currency, it actually was a 13% increase in revenue, which is pretty darn good. However, expectations were a little higher according to Zacks and the analysts that follow the company and it missed expectations on revenue by 3.9%. And it, and it breaks it down as far as uh, sleep and respiratory sales in North America were up 14%. And Europe, Asia and other markets it rose 12% on a constant exchange rate. And software grew 7.8%. So that, you know, it's not a bad quarter, but it wasn't as exciting maybe as it could be. So that's sort of a snapshot. They, they did all right. Not spectacular, but they did all right. We know that the stock has performed technically. When we talk about technical performance as opposed to fundamental performance, technical, we're talking about the chart, the actual stock price. Over, over the last seven, eight years, it's really been a very strong performer. If we look at Morningstar for a little longer term result, and Morningstar is a little bit incomplete, does not have the diluted earnings per share in front of us here, but revenue certainly grew from $2.61 billion in 2019 to $2.96 billion in 2020, $3.2 billion in 2021, and $3.44 billion in the trailing 12 months. In terms of Cash flow, we also have this as an operating cash flow. Do not have the free cash flow here. We can actually look that up on Yahoo, I believe. But we have operating cash flow of 460 million in 2019, 800 million in 2020, 740 million in 2021, and the trailing 12 months, 580 million. So they certainly are uh, producing a lot of free cash flow, but it is in a straight line increase either finally one other thing we like to look at is what are the estimates for the future we've seen a cross-section of the now being the latest quarter you could say the then the past several years with morningstar and the 2b is estimates so what analysts are predicting what are the predictions predictions are exactly what they are predictions i guess they're kind of educated guesses but these analysts are good they study the company they talk to the people in the company and they make a determination and basically the revenue estimate for this year is 3.74 billion which is a 16.9% increase from a year ago going to 4.1 Eight billion, with 13 analysts making recommendations, making estimates, which is a 9.8% increase in revenue. That's pretty good. How about earnings? They're looking at six dollars 12 this year. This estimate is actually slightly down from 6.32 from three months ago, going to 6.96 the next year, which is up from the 6.78 predicted 90 90 days ago. So it's interesting that the current year estimates have come down a little bit, but the next year's estimates are going up. So to conclude, and I think I've spoken long enough, I like ResMed. I've been a holder of ResMed stock. It's appreciated. I understand it on that Peter Lynch level. I use the product. I don't see sleep... I, I believe that sleep apnea is, is grossly under-measured. Um, there is an outside chance that this whole concept of positive airway pressure and masks, it's totally replaced by implantable devices that alter airways. I kind of don't think so. I think the simple part of putting on a, a mask that blows air at you makes more sense or more appealing than have somebody implant like a, a pacemaker in you to keep you from obstructing. But for others, wearing a mask is just terrible for me. i, I just so used to it. I couldn't sleep any other way without it. So so I understand the, the, the what is it, the product. I can understand that they're just beginning to scratch the market. Um, their main competitor Phillips recently had some problems uh, with their equipment leaving uh, almost an open field for ResMed to grow. When we look at the latest quarter, it was a good result. Not that exciting because they really didn't beat expectations. They sort of met expectations on earnings, slightly missed expectation on revenue. When we look at Morningstar, we can see that real steady growth, When we look at the chart, we see that beautiful appreciation that's continued. And when we look at estimates into the future, why they look pretty good. In fact, the next year's results are are being estimated higher over the last three months as uh, optimism grows for ResMed, the company. Now, will the stock price appreciate? It's hard to say. In the short run, in the long run, it looks like if the company, you know, I do believe you have to take this as a granted that while stock prices and fundamentals, the technicals, and which are the stock price and the fundamentals are like the earnings results, may at times appear to be acting independently, that they're not tightly tied together. It is my strong belief that the uh, best way to get a good technical result for price appreciation is to have those fundamentals underneath it uh, continue to do well into the future. I think ResMed is a great stock and it's one of my core holdings, but for you, I certainly would recommend that you check with your investment advisors to make sure that this is the right time to be buying ResMed, that the stock is appropriate for your needs, and uh, your advisors agree that it's a a good thing to purchase. Anyhow, time for me to sign off. I hate to say goodbye, something that is a problem for me, I suppose. But thank you very much for joining with me. Um, For some of you who might be back from Listening to me in the past, I hope I'm doing just as well. I am a little more than 10 years older since I was podcasting last. I don't think I'm that much wiser. I think there's a common misconception that as you get older, you get wiser. But uh, as you get older, you just get older. Have a very good night. Have a good weekend. And uh, I think we could all pray for peace. I don't, we don't need more wars. Uh, hasn't been an invasion of one country against the other like this probably since World War II. I I, I can't even imagine what it will be like, whether it will be relatively little resistance and a quick takeover of Ukraine if, it, if Putin decides to move in, or whether we're going to see a lot of death, destruction, suffering, and injuries along the way. Well, you have a good night. Come back and join me again. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or other tidbits or poems that you'd like me to read, or you name it, you could reach me at potomatic.com. Just search search for Stockpick Spa's Advice on potomatic, P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C.com. And if you are interested in doing a podcast, they certainly make it easy to do. And uh, they've been very supportive for me. Good night.